This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody. This is Richard Deitch, and welcome to the Sports Media Podcast. My producer is Patrick Antonetti. Our guest this week, it is a new NFL broadcasting team. Two people you've absolutely heard of, Gus Johnson and Akib Talib, are the newest broadcast team for Fox Sports. And they have the Vikings-Cardinals in Week 2 and the Cardinals-Jaguars in Week 3. And so they came on this podcast. I mean, I should probably just intro them very quickly, obviously. Gus Johnson, Fox Sports' lead college football and basketball announcer. You know his long career working at uh, CBS Sports, Showtime, Once Upon a Time, the lead radio play-by-play announcer of the Knicks, the uh, famed March Madness caller, Akib Tlaib. One of the great secondary players of his era, played 11 years in the NFL for the Bucks, Patriots, Broncos, and Rams, five-time Pro Bowl or Super Bowl champion. Also hosts the Catching Fades with Akib Tlaib podcast and is the co-host with our guy Harrison Sanford on the Call to the Booth with Akib Tlaib and Harrison Sanford podcast. And um, those guys just talk about how their partnership came together, uh, how they're trying to figure out chemistry, what they hope to bring to NFL audiences and uh and you get a real good sense of just uh, like how a partnership comes together or a new partnership comes together uh in this case for fox sports so gus johnson and akib talib coming up on the sports media podcast all right as i said at the top gus johnson is fox sports's lead college football and college basketball announcer. You know about his long career. I don't really need to give Gus an introduction. I've done podcasts with him before. Uh, You know his work from CBS, Showtime as well. Also, for a long time, as the lead radio play-by-play announcer of the New York Knicks. I always appreciate Gus because I lived in New York when he was there as well. Keep Tlaib, played 11 years in the NFL for the Bucks, Patriots, Broncos, Rams. Was a five-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion, in 2016 when the Broncos defeated the Panthers. He's the host of the Catching Fades podcast with Akib Talib, and also the co-host with Harrison Sanford. Used to be up here in Toronto with me, great guy, on call to the booth with Akib Talib and Harrison Sanford. I'm almost exhausted, Gus and Akib, at all the promotion I've now had to give you, but I uh, I appreciate you guys joining me on the Sports Media Podcast. And the reason you're here is um, you have teamed up to form a new NFL booth for 2021, which I think people are going to be excited about. And Gus, let me start with you. Um, how did you two become partners for the NFL, or how was it presented to you? Uh, how did we become partners? Well, he had done game. He called games last year, and uh, and uh, we talked about me calling some games, and it was just kind of 
just fell into place. It was kind of like the perfect uh, situation for us to work together because we feel really confident and strong and, and, and about Akib's talent. And we think he has a very, very bright future as a broadcaster. Um, and uh, they wanted to put him with somebody, I think, that had a little experience. And I was, you know, excited about getting back into the NFL. So the way I like to say it, I think uh, it was perfect. I get to work with my nephew. That's what I'm calling him. I get to work with my nephew. Yes, sir. That's right. For the whole season. And uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Akib, what about you? Same question for you. What? Uh, how did it come together for you? And then what was your reaction when you learned that uh, – you'd be working with Gus in, in an NFL booth? Uh, well, I, I actually got the call and was like, uh, it, you know, we want you to have this eight-game deal, but we, we pretty much bringing Gus on. Gus is coming back to NFL or whatever, and it's really going to be up to him to pick his partner, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, it, it was presented to me kind of like an interview, like, you know what I'm saying, just calling see how y'all vibe, you know what I'm saying? Tell him you're excited about it or, you know, just it's like an interview. And if, if he pick you, then you had all day games, man. So I called him, I reached out, man, and we had a great conversation and here we are now. Gus, um, have you guys done any kind of practice games or rehearsals or just any kind of, uh, where you be in a setting uh, to duplicate a live broadcast? Yeah, we uh, did a practice game. Uh, probably about a month ago. And uh, we had a chance to do a game and, and have a chance. We had a chance to get to know each other, sit down and, 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 and watch the game and call the game. And then after that, you know, we, we, we talked about it. And, and then we, uh, you know, just went and had a couple of beers and, and just, you know, the process is to get to know each other. So, yeah, we have had a practice game. And uh, and it went really, really well. What about from your perspective, Akib? You've uh, you've worked with a couple of different people, including uh, Andrew Siciliano and Mina Kimes for Rams preseason games. So, you you know, you're, you have experience in uh, new partnerships and trying to figure out how to make that chemistry work. How did you feel you and Gus sounded? Uh, I thought we sounded good. Uh, I'm a I'm a people person, so I'm I'm a vibe with just about anybody you put me with. Right. But when I was with Gus. Is Gus just got a way of, of making me feel more comfortable, man. Maybe I don't know what it is, but definitely before we even hung out, when we when we did the, the audition, the practice game, I just felt more comfortable sitting there. Maybe because it was a practice game, but after hanging out with Gus and I called him, I texted him, I can tell you right now that I'm going to feel a lot more comfortable than, than any other booth that I sat in just because you we kind of build in this relationship. Gus, I don't know if you know the exact number, but I mean, you must have had 50, 70, 100 partners in your career. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe I'm, I'm close. Uh, but regardless, you, you, you have had to have, you've gone through the process of um, working with a new partner, figuring out how to make that chemistry work on air, getting to know somebody obviously off air. So do you have, like, what is your approach when, you know, your bosses tell you, hey, you've got this new partner. Uh, we think you guys would be a good fit. Like, how do you approach it from the beginning to try to make that work? Uh, I just think you just approach it from the standpoint of trying to get to know somebody, tr trying to create a relationship. And then once you create that relationship, then managing that relationship. And uh, I, I have to tell you, man, I, 
I have never uh, I've worked with a lot of different partners and I've never met a partner that I didn't like. Every one of them have been good people, decent people. And uh, I, I'm always tickled when I get an opportunity to work with a player, um, a real Super Bowl champion, all pro, pro bowl. That's Aqib Talib. You know, I just I'm going to make sure that when I'm working with him, I don't wear my gold chain because he might snap. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Do some karate on him or something like that. <laughs> strong dude. But uh, no, man, I, I, I uh, you know, you work with who they tell you to work with and or you work with who's there. And I think that I'm excited. I'm really excited Deitch, to to work with this young guy. I think that he's got so much to offer. He's got so many stories. He he felt like it feels like he just played yesterday. So he knows all these guys. We were on conference calls today, uh, conference call with Minnesota and, you know, Patrick Peterson's talking to him and they know each other. And it's just a wonderful, refreshing thing for for uh, a guy like me that's been doing this for 30 years now, plus to get a chance to work with fresh, young talent. So it should be a good thing. Yeah, if we get some live karate in the booth, Gus, that's going to be good ratings. Your your Fox bosses will really like that. Uh, Keith, let me ask you this. I, I read um, there's a good profile of you that uh, was done a couple weeks ago on the I think it was the Denver Broncos website where they were talking about when you were playing with the Rams, you came in to meet with um, Fox exec Fox Sports executives, Brad Zager, Bill Richards, um, and just really I guess to have a fact finding kind of meeting where you wanted to know like what television was about and they probably wanted to see you away from the field. What do you, what do you remember about that meeting? Cause that, that turns out to be, I think a really pivotal moment for you because these are now the guys who end up hiring you to do full time, you know, uh, at least eight games, six games, which may lead to a full-time career. Definitely. So I, I didn't know what to make of the meeting. Honestly, I, I just signed with United talent agency and those guys were just like, man, Keith, you got to get into the TV. You got to get into the entertainment part of it. Von Miller kind of told me that too. Like, man, sign with my guys, man. You got to get into the TV stuff, leave. So I kind of just was talking with them and they would ask me like, would you want to meet these guys? Or would you want to do this? You know, of course, I'm just saying yeah to everything. I'm really focused on playing football, but I'm just saying yeah to everything. Shit, I'm in LA saying yeah to everything. So Next thing I know, they're like, all right, we set up a meeting, man. We're going to go down to the Fox building and uh, we're going to meet with the Fox execs. And I thought it was a really good meeting. They just wanted to see what kind of guy I was, pick my brain on my football knowledge and, and you know, just see how I was on my toes. Just see what kind of guy, see what kind of personality I had, I guess. And I thought the meeting went real good. And uh, the next year, I think it was the next year, maybe a year and a half later, we were in the pandemic and I got a call from those guys uh, to interview for the, the Fox games that I did last year. So it was, man, a super, super important meeting that I think went really well. Yeah, clearly. I mean, look where you are now. Um, Gus, let me ask you this. I think one of the reasons that people took to Akib as a uh, as an NFL analyst is that he doesn't really sound like anyone else doing games. Like, you know this, the, the archetype of an NFL analyst it's generally speaking, it's a former quarterback, well-known quarterback, sees the game a certain way, um, has a certain, you know, cadence and tone and tenor to his, to his um, analysis. Some guys more enthusiastic than others, et cetera. 
So now you have Akib, defensive back, young. He's current with the game. Freestyles on what he sees. He doesn't sound like anybody else, sort of playing by his own broadcast rules. And I feel like people really respond to that because it was different. I wonder if you agree with that, disagree with that, and just sort of what's your thought on that? Well, um, I've heard Akib do games, and yes, he does sound different. And that's a good thing because nobody's, you know, made up the same way. And uh, it's a different sound from what we're accustomed to hearing. And as you just mentioned, but I think it's a great sound. And I think the sound is going to continue for him to improve as he does this more and, and gets more experience. So the world is changing. That's what I realize. I'm 54 years old now. So I, I look at the world and I see, you know, how people react to authenticity and it's kind of refreshing because I, I came along during a time where uh, there was a kind of a standard sound and you understand what I'm saying when I, when I, when I say that, and this is going to be fun. That's what I think more than anything. He is raw in some areas, but he'll get refined and, and he'll get better. And, you know, we've already started talking about some of the things that he can work on when it comes to uh, diction and all that stuff. But we don't want to and I don't specifically want to change him at all, because I think right now he's perfect for me and for us at Fox. And I think he's going to be perfect for today's times. Akib, I wonder from your perspective, the feedback that you got, certainly on social media, I think just people who write about this stuff. It's generally speaking, overwhelmingly positive. And Gus can tell you, like, that's a rarity in sports broadcasting. I mean, trust me, you know, if, if you're like 60, 40 positive, you're generally speaking a star in the industry. And your your feedback was far better than that. Um, were you surprised at that? Uh, did you pay attention to it? What was your reaction to that? Well, you know, I, I think I'm kind of biased because I'm, you know, being a player for 12 years, I'm. I'm immune to the, the negative comments, right? So I kind of just tend to read right through the negative comments and always find all the positive, right? So I don't even think I, I, I read too much of the negative or or I, it may not have been too much negative out there, but I don't know. I, I, I really don't pay it no mind. It is what it is. I didn't, I didn't say when I'm done playing, playing football, I'm going to be a broadcaster and I'm going to be the best one to do that. I, I never set out to do that. This kind of just fell in my lap. I'm having fun with it. And uh, if it works, then power to me. And if it doesn't, hell, I already lived my dream, right? I, my dream was to go to NFL and shoot my shot at the Hall of Fame, man. So I got millions in my account right now. I'm not hurting for money or anything. I got double-digit millions in my account. So if it work, it work. If it don't, it don't. I'm having fun and I'm and I'm loving the experience. Nice, I love that. There's nothing better in life. If, well, you got double digit millions in your account. Yeah, you you paying for every dinner, young man. That's right. Every dinner, bro. For me, Gus. I, hey, hey, I, mean, hey I, I may need to go on a Rodeo Drive or something. Get me a little shopping spree. You man. feel me, Gus? Hey, 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 man. You got you know every time I go to LA. Hey, Gus. You know every time I go to LA, we hit that Rodeo now. Okay, okay, yes. okay. <laughs> Gus, uh, you you know this from uh, you know living in New York and Detroit. That's called fu money, as in. <laughs> You can't really, you can't screw with me. I'm I'm okay if you screw with me. So there you go. Exactly. 
Um, hey, guys, we all could use some of that. You know, I know. Keep's <laughs> welcome to come up to Toronto anytime. It's Canadian, Akeem. It'll be a lot cheaper. I need to. I need to. I heard Toronto was a good time, man. It I've never a, been, so I definitely a, need to. It's a good city. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. When you've looked back, Akib, on, um, on the games that you've done, um, you know, what do you, what do you want to improve on? And I imagine like maybe a big thing is just reps, right? Because like ultimately you really haven't done a ton of games compared to most other analysts. And I'm sure you've already found, you know, you're better game three than game one. You're better game seven definitely. than game three. Definitely. Uh, definitely reps, man. I, I think as I get more comfortable, I'll get better at it. But uh, I definitely want to polish up my, my, my lingo. I want to take the mans and the uhs out of there. I want to pronunciate a little bit better. I don't want to change who I am, but when I hear myself on TV, I'm like, damn, where's my, where's my tongue at when I'm saying these S words? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I could just hear how I talk on TV. I hear it. My, just my dialect. So it's little small areas that will be cleaned up on, on our next game. And it'll still be the same. I keep to leave, but just, you know, a little more post. One thing, one more, uh, two more in a row for you here, Akeem. Uh, how has uh, doing podcasts helped you? And uh, and um, is it just a question of just uh, uh, you know being asked questions, uh, being in the um, position where you got to interview people? But um, you know, you got a couple podcasts out there that people seem to like. Definitely, I think it definitely helped me just being on the spot and talking. You talking on the spot? I mean, I did interviews as a player, but. Who cared how we talk at that point? I was the player, right? So you start to do the podcast, you, your face get erased out of it, and I was just your voice, you know? So you kind of hear yourself, and, and you hear the words that you say a thousand times, the us and the mans, and, and I think just the speaking out loud, speaking in public, answering questions, being being on the spot, ha- on the spot, having to answer questions. I think that's how that's how I'll be helped out in the booth. Gus, um, how does it does your college football schedule like is it set up in a way where um, you're doing NFL games on weeks you would normally not do college football, or are there games where you're going straight uh, after Saturday's uh, noon call to whatever the NFL site is? Yeah, the first three for sure. I got Nebraska, Oklahoma on Saturday, and then I hop on the plane and head to Arizona so we could do the Vikings and the Cardinals. And the following week, I have Notre Dame and Wisconsin and Chicago, and then we have Arizona at Jacksonville the next day. And then I might have a I, – I can't remember what, what I'm – I think we may go to Michigan, Wisconsin, and then Detroit. Chicago. Play. Chicago in Chicago. Yep. That's what it okay. is. Yeah. So, the, so here's the something like right. That. So here's the for the first. Reason. Here's the reason I asked this. I know there's a lot of um, young uh, people who listen to this podcast who may be in college who want to go into broadcasting. Obviously, just given that you know I I can get access to a Gus Johnson. And so when you are preparing Gus for two different sports, two different sets of ro- four different sets of rosters over a 48 hour period, what's your process? Do you are you working? 
Are you researching and prepping both games at the same time? Or do you do like an abbreviated prep once the college game's over till game time uh, for the NFL? For example, I've been here for the past, I got here on Saturday night after Oregon, Oklahoma, I mean, Oregon, Ohio State. So I watched all a bunch of NFL games on Sunday. And then on Monday, I watched the Cardinals and the Vikings play. Cardinals played Tennessee on the road. Vikings played Cincinnati on the road. And then last night, I started my NFL boards. I want to get the NFL stuff done early in the week. So when I hit the college town, you know, I can all my focus is going to be on the college game and putting the, the boards and the rosters together. But, I'm, you know, you're just doing it all at the same time, to be honest with you. But it's not a job. It's fun. I love it. It's it's it, it's an incredible opportunity and it's a credible thing to do. And it's probably something that I would do for free. I mean, I used to do this stuff for free because I was a fan and I was a journalism student when I was in college. So to 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 be able to do two games in two days, I think, is just a great, great job to have. And it's my job and it's it's my love. It's my passion. It's uh, it's just uh, it's an embarrassment of riches to me. So it's not it's not that kind of work. I mean, I'm not working in the coal mine or I'm not working at the plant or steel mill or I'm not a, a doctor or a nurse that's on her feet all day. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a real, real lucky dude to have an opportunity to, to watch football. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there in this world that love football. So football lovers understand that this is, this is a great, great opportunity. I'm very blessed. And I got a bunch of gratitude uh, to the people at Fox for giving me this opportunity to not only do these games, but to work with my nephew, Akib Talib. All right, I got a couple more here before I let you guys go. Akib, uh, having talked to a lot of uh, a lot of football analysts um, over the years, generally speaking, that's not everybody, but as a general rule, when they're sort of like um, watching a game, they're very attentive to like offensive formations. Um, they usually can have an idea of maybe what's coming based on like the movement on offense. You, you are the rare person, I shouldn't say rare, but you are, ra- you are a rare person in that you are a defensive player who's now an, uh, an NFL analyst. So what are you, when the, when the, when the, right before the play, uh, starts, could you just take my listeners in terms of like, what are you looking at? Are you like, are you looking at the offense, uh, the way a lot of these other analysts do, or are you, or do you maybe look at the defense and look at sort of things differently? <laughs> that's, that's funny you ask that. I definitely look at the defense. And I try to get a feel for I, – I usually watch – I, I already watch throughout the week, and I know what these guys like to play on first, second down, and what they like to play on third down. So before the play, I'm trying to get a good gauge on what these guys are in on defense. And then as soon as the, they snap the ball, I kind of, you know, stamp what I think it is real quick. I can see how the safeties move and see, if it's, see what coverage it is real quick. And then I try to get back to the quarterback – and, you know, the line and see if there's some pressure. I try to get back to the trenches, the quarterback and the O-line there. So I'm starting with the DBs, snap of the ball happen, and then I kind of move to the, to, the, to the O-line, D-line, quarterback area. Uh, Akib, the, uh, 
you got the Vikings Cardinals this week, and then after that, you got Cardinals Jaguars. And I wonder for you, um, you know, that's going to be a matchup of two quarterbacks that like have a lot of interest beyond Arizona and beyond Jacksonville and Kyler Murray and Trevor Lawrence. And I wonder for you, or if that's something you're really looking forward to, just given uh, um, that's a really interesting matchup. I think that just t- will have interest beyond those markets. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's a bunch of Clemson fans. You know they, you know they're going to be following Trevor Lawrence. A bunch of Jacksonville fans. So I'm from Texas. Kyler is from Texas. We both here in Allen, Texas. And uh, so that's a market in itself where we kind of got in common. Then, you know, you got Arizona, that market. So it's just a blessing, man. It's a blessing to to be able to do these games, the games that I'm doing, the people that I'm covering. And, you know, like I said before, I'm going to just try to have fun and make sure that these markets who are listening, they got something positive to say about Lee. All right, final two. Gus, um... You know, you're you're certainly entrenched in college football and you got your college basketball schedule. Where do your long-term interests lie in calling the NFL heading forward even beyond this year? I just want to, as Coach Saban would say, I'm, I just want to be where my feet are. To, on Saturday, I'll be doing a college game. On Sunday, I'll be doing a pro game. It's, the, it's a great opportunity. It's a great life. Uh, and I haven't thought about tomorrow. And I'm not really thinking about what happened yesterday. I, I want to be present and I'm excited beyond excitement to be back in the NFL. And more than that, I'm excited beyond excitement to be back in the NFL working with the key. I think it's going to be fun. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm really looking forward to watching a college game on Saturday. And then because it's a big difference. College on Saturday, pageantry, great play, a lot of good players. But on Sunday in the NFL, it's like beautiful violence to me. I love how violent it is and how fast it is. And, you know, you're, you're, you're looking at grown men who have wives and families, children, and they support their lifestyle by going to work every day, and that is being an NFL player. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm not really thinking about tomorrow, Deitch. Um, but let's say this. I hope it's not my last go-around in the NFL. Uh, I, I don't think that this is going to be a one-and-done. So uh, I'm just happy to be on this team uh, with Akeeb, and I'm happy to be on the NFL team as well at Fox Sports. And Akeem, let me finish with you. I mean, you, you're one year removed from the Patriots, I think, asking you to continue playing. You're 35. That, that is a very young person um, when it comes to uh, whatever you want to do as a sort of second career. Um, I know this is still very early for you, but um, could you see yourself doing this for the next 10, 15 20 years do you I mean do you have a sense already that like you know you can maybe see yourself doing this long term I can I can I uh first went in the booth and I left out of there and that's what the that's what was on my mind I was I was saying to myself that I might be able to do this man it's, this was super fun it, it keeps me close to the game and I don't think I did half bad and I was kind of just freestyling in there so I know if I put work in and 
I got a hell of a partner in Gus, so he's gonna make it. He's the best point guard that I could have. Uh, from our from our warm up, I've seen how easy Gus is gonna make it for me. So with, with Gus as a, as a partner, man, guys like Gus as partners, man, I think I think I could be pretty successful doing this. All right, as Gus has told you, okay, the dinner's clearly on you. Whenever that. Uh... <laughs> all right let me run it down no i got him yeah he does you do let me run it down again gus johnson is fox sports lead college football and college basketball announcer um he's now teamed up with akib talib who you know certainly from uh being one of the great uh secondary players during his time they have vikings cardinals this week when you listen to this on fox and then that's followed by uh cardinals jaguars uh guys listen i'm really excited to listen to you i, I think this is a really interesting pairing. I appreciate uh, you guys making some time for me because I, I think there's gonna be a lot of people, um, a lot of listeners who are gonna who are gonna dig you to doing games. And um, thanks so much for joining me today on the Sports Media Podcast. And uh, travel safe and be well. All right, thank you. All right, back in the studio. My thanks very much to Gus Johnson and Akeem Talib for uh, for giving me some time and their insights. Uh, they got a pretty feels like they got a pretty nice chemistry going just from being on a podcast together. So that's one to look uh, look forward to as they uh, as they do six or seven games this year. If you head to the archives, I think you'll find some stuff you like. Uh, Sports Media with Richard Deitch archive page, Apple Podcast or Stitcher. Leave us a five-star review and a nice note. That's how this uh, podcast continues. Previous guest, Kevin Clark of The Ringer and a Sports Media Roundtable with Kavitha Davidson and Chad Finn. That was very NFL-centric. Uh, Kevin Clark's process. Before that, ESPN College Football reporter Molly McGrath on her return to uh, college football reporting after uh, the birth of her first child, and Chris Clary, who wrote a uh, mem- uh, not a memoir, but wrote a uh, long book on uh, Roger Federer and his greatness. And then before that, Seth Rollins, the WWE, taking behind the scenes on how he does promos and uh, other things. Um, there should be something in the archives that uh, works for you. At least I hope so if you're listening still to this part of the podcast. My thanks to Patrick Antonetti, of course, for producing this. My thanks to everybody at Cadence 13. Mostly thank you to all of you for listening. We'll see you soon on the Sports Media Podcast.